What's up, everybody? This is your main man, Tyler, here with the Around the Bases podcast. <clears throat> here getting you set and ready for the Super Regionals this weekend. Um, two Super Regional games have already happened. Um, we'll talk about those as we go along. But first, let's have a little Team USA news. Uh, they will be playing four games against the U-Triple-S-A Pride, uh, three in Stillwater, Oklahoma on June 2nd, 6th, and 7th. And then they will be playing one at the Women's College World Series on June 4th before the opening session. They'll also play four games against Team Alliance, which is made up of collegiate and or professional athletes supported by the Alliance Fast Pitch Member Leagues in Midland, Texas on June 11th and 12th. Um, Doubleheaders on those days and four more against that same team in Sugarland, Texas on June 19th and 20th. Also, both doubleheaders on both days. So it's good to see Team USA is getting more games in as they prepare to head to the Olympics here in just over a month and a half now. July 21st is opening night for softball, so I'm intrigued to see uh, USA Pride, very fantastic organization, um, heck of a lot of good players, so I'm excited to see how those games turn out. Um, and we'll, I'll have any updates on scores and stats and everything along with them that goes along with that uh, as we go along. But getting to the good stuff, let's get to the Super Regionals. Let's start with the Norman Super Regional preview. Gabby Plain is going up against one of the most explosive offenses we've ever seen in the game of college softball. Oklahoma's pitching has been known to give up runs. So it'll be very interesting to see if Washington's hitters can take advantage of a pitching staff that is prone to giving up runs on occasion. Washington and Oklahoma have played each other 25 times in their history. Washington leads the series 15-10, including three straight wins in this series. Their last uh, meeting was February 22, 2020 at the Mary Nutter before the season was canceled. And it was a 12-2 Washington win where Bailey Klingler hit two home runs in that game. Obviously, I don't think that's going to happen this time. It's going to be a much different scenario. Um, But Washington is looking for its 15th Women's College World Series appearance, while Oklahoma is looking for its 18th Women's College World Series appearance, 13 from the NCAA and 4 in the AIAW. Their game today is obviously Washington at Oklahoma at three on ESPN2. I think Oklahoma is going to come out and win this game. I'm not 100% sure on that one, but I'm going to take the Sooners to win game one. Moving on to the Los Angeles Super Regional recap and preview. Virginia Tech and UCLA have only played two times before this Super Regional, which got underway yesterday. They were both on neutral fields in California in 2008 and 2013, where they are split in those two games. Virginia Tech won their last meeting on March 8, 2013, 2-1. Two 
Virginia Tech is looking for its second Women's College World Series appearance of all time. Their other one was in 2008 behind their legendary pitcher, Angela Tincher. While UCLA is looking for its 32nd Women's College World Series appearance of all time, 29 in the NCAA and 3 in the AIAW. Also looking for their 13th national title, and as well as being defending national champions. Um, but Keely Rochard's 12 strikeouts, plus Virginia Tech capitalizing on UCLA's five errors, gave the Hokies the 7-0-2 win in Game 1, and UCLA won't be defending their title if they keep that up in Game 2 today. Um Speaking of, it'll be UCLA versus Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech will be the home team in Game 2 um, at 9.30 on ESPN2. Um, Rachel Garcia didn't pitch bad. It's just her defense didn't help her by making so many mistakes. And it's certainly not mistakes you would expect from a um, UCLA defense. I mean, five errors in one game, that's just insanity. So UCLA didn't come in with the right mentality. Clearly, they thought they were going to roll over Virginia Tech and just stroll to the Women's College World Series. But Virginia Tech came out fighting and threw the first punch and never looked back behind Keely Rochard's stellar performance. I don't expect that to be the same way in game two. I expect Rachel Garcia to come out with a renewed vengeance after what happened today. I expect their defense to be better. And I think UCLA, having seen Keely Rochard, uh, I believe, almost three times through the lineup, I think, or four, three or four times through the lineup, I think they'll make the necessary adjustments. And I think UCLA will force a game three on a winner-take-all game three on Saturday night. Moving on to the Tuscaloosa Tuscaloosa Super Regional Preview. Kentucky's pitchers are very off and on when it comes to being able to lock uh, lock down an offense, and it won't be easy trying to stop Bailey Hemphill in the Alabama offense. While on the other side, Montana Fouts will be looking to continue her hot scoreless pitching streak in the NCAA tournament, against the batting champ Kayla Kowalik for Kentucky. Obviously, Kentucky and Alabama, they're both in the SEC, so they've already played each other four times this season. Kentucky won the uh, the season series 2-1 at home, but Alabama won the rematch in the SEC tournament at Tuscaloosa 5-1, so they split the season series 2-2. So basically, this is going to tell us who really wins the season series. Uh, But Kentucky's looking for its second Women's College World Series appearance. Their other time was 2014, while Alabama is looking for its 13th Women's College World Series appearance. That game will kick off uh, today. We'll start today's action at Kentucky at Alabama at 1 o'clock on ESPN2. And I expect Montana Fouts to be who she is, and I'm going to take Alabama to win game one. Uh, Moving on to the Gainesville Super Regional. 
Mary Wilson Avant will look to shut down a Florida offense that got really hot during the regionals, while Florida has a complete stable of pitchers that they can use to shut down the Georgia offense. Georgia and Florida, uh, they've met a lot of times being both in the SEC. They've met 70 times. Florida holds the series lead 41-29. to Florida won their season series at Georgia 2-1 to this season. Georgia's looking for its fifth Women's College World Series appearance, while Florida is looking for its 11th appearance of all time. So it'll be Georgia at Florida at 5 o'clock on ESPNU. If Mary Wilson Avant is on point and the Georgia offense does what they did to Duke last weekend, I've, Georgia has a shot at winning this game. But I think I'm fully in the belief that Florida will win this game. I just think that Florida got good at the right time and that they're pitching will be what leads them in this series. Moving on to the Stillwater Super Regional Preview. Texas survived a dangerous Oregon team in Game 7 of the Regionals to get to the Super Regionals. Their pitching was in lockdown mode for the majority of the Regional. Oklahoma State powered their way to the Super Regional by getting their offense hot after going down early to Mississippi State twice. Um... So basically, it'll be the story right now is Texas's offense uh, pitching versus Oklahoma State's offense. Um, but Oklahoma State and Texas being in the same conference in the Big Twelve, they've played each other thirty nine times. Texas leads the series twenty to series twenty to nineteen, but Oklahoma State has won their five previous five meetings including all four matchups this season, three in Austin and one in the Big 12 tournament. Um, Texas is looking for their sixth Women's College World Series appearance, while Oklahoma State is looking for their ninth Women's College World Series appearance. Uh, The game will be Texas at Oklahoma State at 5 on ESPN2. I've seen a lot of things going around saying Texas is going to win this series and that Texas should be the favorite to win this series. And I can understand that, but both teams have been very inconsistent with how they've played this season. I just think that being at home gives Oklahoma State the edge here, and I think Oklahoma State will win this first game and be able to be in the driver's seat in Game 2 on Saturday. Carrie Eberly, I think, can shut down Texas based on what I saw from the Texas offense last week. But anyway, moving on to the Fayetteville Super Regional. This Super Regional is going to be all about the offense. Both schools have some legendary power in their lineups. The key to this super regional is going to be who can slow down the other quicker in the circle. So basically, Alyssa Denham for Arizona versus Mary Half and Autumn Storms for Arkansas 
is going to be the crucial matchup that determines who goes to Oklahoma City for the Women's College World Series. At least that's how I look at it. I mean, it's going to be a fantastic series. Both teams have great hitting, and they both showed that in their regionals. Um. These two have only met one time before. Arizona beat Arkansas 9-1 to in Tucson on February 15, 2003. Arizona is looking for its 24th Women's College World Series appearance, while Arkansas is looking to go to the Women's College World Series for the first time in their program history. This game will be Arizona at Arkansas at 7 on ESPNU. Um... Basically, this series also comes down to old school versus new school. Arizona, coached by Mike Kendrea, has been been there, done that. They've won national titles. They have the second most national titles at eight. Um, he's been there. He's done that. Arkansas, coming in with that new blood. They have a very powerful lineup. They have two good arms in the circle. Um, Courtney Dyfel remembers... They remember that feeling of when they only won one SEC game in, I believe it was 2016, when she first got to Arkansas. And look at how quickly she has built this program into a powerhouse. Um, Ultimately, I think Arizona wins game one. I just think Arizona has a lot more experience in this type of situation, so that way they'll be able to lean on that to get to the Women's College World Series. If I'm wrong on that, so be it. But I'm going to lean on the experience in this series. Moving on to the Baton Rouge Super Regional Recap and Preview. LSU and Florida State have met 12 times all time, each team winning six times. Although they started yesterday, so that's different now. Um, But I remember when Florida State came back in the Super Regional in Tallahassee in 2018 in route to their national championship that year. Now, their last meeting was in the first ever St. Pete Clearwater Elite Invitational in 2019, where Florida State crushed LSU 9-1 in six innings. Also, if you'll remember in recent history, LSU knocked out Florida State in 2017 in the Super Regionals to advance to the Women's College World Series. So these two have been very common opponents in these Super Regionals. So this should be nothing new for anyone that has watched college softball as of late. Um, But Florida State's looking for their 11th Women's College World Series appearance, while LSU is looking for their 7th Women's College World Series appearance. And in game one last night, Catherine Sandercock threw a two-hit shutout, as well as a Cassidy Davis sack fly driving in Sydney Sherrill to lift Florida State to the game one, a one-to-nothing win in game one at LSU. Game two, LSU at Florida State, not actually in Tallahassee, but just being the home team at seven on ESPN2. Um what and what is to- history has told us in these p- two previous super regional matchups is that whoever wins game one will go on to lose the super regional series. Um, 
I do expect LSU to bounce back tonight and be able to get the win in game two to force a game three on Saturday night. Um, uh, but you know, it's, it's been a, it was a fantastic pitchers duel yesterday. Shelby Sinceri did all she could and it just broke down in one inning. I believe it was the fifth. Um, Florida State was able to get runners on, and it they did what they needed to do to get the winning run in. So the ACC has had a very good start to the Super Regionals, considering that the only two ACC teams left played already. Um, but that they kudos to the ACC for showing that fight at SEC and Pac-12 powerhouses. Will they be able to sustain that success in game two and be able to get to the Women's College World Series? I'm going to say not yet. I'm going to say both of those go to game three, like I've already said. Um, So we'll just have to wait and see how that plays out. Uh, But lastly, the Columbia Super Regional Preview. This is a great matchup. Most people are going to overlook it. Uh, there's great pitching on both sides, as well as hitting that can send a lot of bombs out of the park as well. I mean, you got Kate Gordon, Odyssey Alexander, Sarah Jubis, Madison Nyokis, Lindsey Meeks on James Madison's side. And then you got Jordan Weber, Lauren Krings, Kimberly Wirt, Kayla Kessinger, um, and countless other names for Missouri. This should be a very fantastic matchup, and based on the comments that I'm seeing from Missouri players, they're not taking James Madison as a serious threat. They're basically saying all we have pitching-wise is Odyssey Alexander, and that's 100% not true. So I'm hoping that the James Madison team will use that as fuel going into the weekend. Um. But these two teams, James Madison and Missouri, have met only three times before. And James Madison actually holds the series lead 2-1. to one. Their last meeting was at the 2020 St. Pete Clearwater Elite Invitational where James Madison pulled off the 8-7 to seven win in eight innings in what might have been one of the best games of the season before it was canceled by COVID. Um, and James Madison's looking for their first ever trip to the Women's College World Series in Oklahoma City. They came oh so close in 2016. They were just one hit away from it. Um, 2019 was a little bit rougher of a super regional being at UCLA, but um, Missouri's looking for their seventh Women's College World Series appearance, which this would be their first since 2011, so first in 10 years. Uh, there's James Madison at Missouri will be at nine o'clock on ESPNU, and I'm gonna take James Madison to win game one. I think the element of surprise plus the fuel that Missouri has added to this will give James Madison the perfect edge to do exactly what Virginia Tech did just did to UCLA about an hour ago. Um, so I'm going to take James Madison to win game one. Just a little side note. I was 12 of 16 on my original regional picks. Um, so take that however you will. Um, but that's all I got for you. Regionals, super regionals, previews, and 
recaps of the first two games. Looking forward to another long day, another good day of softball action, and we've made it to the weekend, so that means it's time for Super Regionals. Have your TVs tuned in to ESPN2 and ESPNU tomorrow, and we're all set. You're all set and ready to go for the uh, for the day tomorrow. So have a great day, everyone. Enjoy the softball. I'll be back recording tomorrow night, and I'll have another episode up for you on Saturday morning. Thank you, and have a great day.